Success, is it really a secret? I don't think so. Join me as I interview guests from different cultures and backgrounds who have overcome incredible challenges to create the life they live today. Thousand likes, celebrity status, lots of money or big cars, these are things that come and go and do not define true success. So what is it? And most importantly, how do we create it? If you are a child, teen, or adult trying to understand how to achieve this word, then you are not alone and you won't want to miss a single episode of The Secret to Success Isn't So Secret. This is Christy Maggio, and the key is right here. It's not a great secret, so don't just listen. Learn and take action. On today's episode, you will meet Forbes and McKenna Riley. Forbes Riley has created a $2.5 billion empire and is well-known as the queen of infomercials. Her daughter, McKenna, is only 18 years old, just graduated high school, and has already created for herself a six-figure income and growing. Now, you may think, well, it's just because she's Forbes Riley's daughter. However, in the past year of COVID, this young girl has expanded her mother's business with her systems. So don't underestimate what this young entrepreneur can and will do in the future. Here, you will listen to them speak on education, their thoughts of the education system, and what they're doing to modernize education and how you can be a part of it. Due to location, at the time of the recording, some of the audio isn't high quality, but the content is out of this world. Yeah, so my name is McKenna Riley. I work with my mom. We run a business, and I have been doing marketing for the last five to six years. I... um, I got into this world very lucky because of my mom, and I'm so thankful for it because I was in the education system, the standard education system, going to high school, to being in classes, to learning things about biology that unless I was going to be a biologist or a chemist or anything along the lines of the science, I was like, I have no idea what I'm going to do with this. And it was a lot of repetitive things. I would go in and I would sit down, I would cram a bunch of stuff into my brain and then throw it up on a piece of paper and then completely forget it. And I was always like, I want to learn something more. I want to learn about business. I want to learn about marketing. I want to learn how to actually be sustainable in today's world. I want, I don't want to have to get a job. And so I spoke this to my mom and she started taking me to her conferences and everywhere she went. And I started learning things that actually stuck into my brain that made sense that allowed me to make money. So Um, In today's day and age, there's so many things that we could change to actually start teaching kids how to interact in today's society and not come out into the world and not know how to pay a mortgage or if some people don't even know how to write a resume or to actually get to have income, passive income, because you can still have a job and still have passive income. So in today's education system, it's crazy to me how they don't teach basic things you need to know, how to file your taxes, how to create a budget sheet, how to allocate money so you don't, you get a paycheck, you don't actually look at it and go, okay, this is the money I have, let me go spend it now, because that is not how you want to view that. And what's really cool is, so me and my mom, about a year ago, we started a pitch business. We started teaching people how to pitch and be on camera, online, all virtually, all on Zoom during coronavirus, and this company blew up. My mom is the face of it. My mom is Forbes Riley. We both feel very strong on the topic of high school's nice and all. I understand why they want kids to go into it, but it's definitely something that they push us through, that they push us into college and it's getting a little old. And I think a lot of people are realizing that college used to go to college and they used to promise you a job. And afterwards you would get a job and you could make the money back, but that's not the case anymore. 
forever. You go to college, you end up in debt for the next 20 years because they never taught you in college how to allocate money or how to invest your money in the stock market so that you can easily just take that money and pay that off. Or even how there's a lot of professions you can go into without actually having to go to college. But it's this kind of system that we all told we need to go through. And honestly, nowadays, the more I look into it, the more I hear my friends going to college, they're nervous about it. I have friends who are graduating. I talked to a guy who's 25 years old and has no idea what a mortgage is or how to pay taxes or any of that. He went to a four-year college and he's in debt. He's like, I don't know what to do with my life. I'm so far in debt right now. I can't get any money from the bank because they won't help me start a business or anything. I have to go get a job and work the rest of my life. And that was, it's terrifying to me. And I'm watching all my friends go through it right now. And I can't believe this is still the system we live in. If you look at everything in the world, from technology to the way we interact in our lives, it's all changed. It all keeps evolving. And the only thing that hasn't evolved is the school system. But I think it's on us now because they're not changing. I've tried to change. I've talked to teachers and they're not interested in it because one, they don't get paid enough, which is a huge problem, is how are we allowing future generations to be stuck in classrooms with teachers who don't get paid enough to, they can't, some of them can't even pay off their rent in um, like halfway houses. I talked to one of my teachers who was because she's not making enough money and that's who we trust teaching our future, um, future generation. Why don't we actually put a little bit more into it? And I think that's a huge issue. It's that kids don't have any money so we can't donate adults are the ones with money but they're so far out of school that it's kind of goes right over your head you're like oh i went through school they'll go through school it's fine but it's not we really need to actively make a change because we're going to see it in the next upcoming years if there isn't a change made in the education system especially college if they don't realize that teaching business i looked into what a business course looks like in college and i learned that the first two years of the business course are just theory and keywords and then the next two again are more concepts and then internship and then i realized talking to business people every single one of them said the only way you can learn how to be in business is to actually be in business mm -hmm. so i'm like why would i spend two hundred thousand dollars to go to college to then have to intern at businesses right still not getting paid they do do paid internships which is awesome but why couldn't right out of high school why didn't i just shoot for that immediately start doing that and actually start growing into business or whatever you're interested in and now i understand that college is useful for like doctors and lawyers if it's an actual trade that you need to get a certification for that is fine but the things that we're teaching people of how to get a job to do those things, it's very overrated now and it definitely needs to change. So me and Forbes see this. We are, this is why we love Christy and why we're so active and part of this because I believe that all these we're creating, I would love to get kids into this. I'm excited to see all these new educators and coaches come out and create these courses about pitching, how to speak, how to be confident. That's a huge thing that schools don't mm -hmm. teach as well. They don't teach how to be confident and to actually express yourself and to love yourself. It's also something, I guess, that went over everybody's head that I do think should actually be a class in school because what we're talking about is so wildly important about how the education system is failing kids and what Christy's putting together and what we do of teaching online is actually, I think it's gonna make a huge change in the next generation if we all push for this a little harder.
Well, I completely agree. And take it from the mouth of an eight-year-old who is crushing it and making more money than three of her high school teachers all put together. While I was the first one in my family to go to college, my parents paid off my college education um, for the entire rest of their lives. And I, I think I learned two things from my time in college. Uh, I actually graduated with two degrees in three years because I was so freaking bored. I learned nothing about entrepreneurship, about money, about friendship, about personal relationships. I learned nothing. Uh, except two little pieces of wisdom, one from a blind professor who gave me the lead in a play and is the reason I became an actress, and the other professor who, I was a straight A student, and on my first Poli Sci 101, I got a C on my blue book test, and I went to him and I said, excuse me, I think there's a mistake here. Every answer in this book is right, and he said, congratulations, every answer in everybody's book is right. Uh, you're at a school where all the smart kids didn't get into Ivy League, and we mark on a bell curve. The bell, where everybody gets it right, is a C. And the most important question I asked him is, so what do you have to do to get an A? His response was, you have to do all the little extra reading at the bottom that nobody wants to do. Because if you want to get results that nobody's getting, you have to be willing to do what nobody's willing to do. And that one sentence was worth $200,000 of an education that I am now advising my children, even though I fully funded their college, I spent we didn't go on vacations. I scraped and saved to make sure that their education was set. And now that it's here, I'm hoping that they choose not to go to college. They don't need to learn theories about things. McKenna runs a very successful online marketing company, and she owns her own company with, a, with VAs around the world. Now, she's already got employees, and she's making a healthy six figures. She didn't learn any of that in college. She hasn't been to college yet. And so if they're willing to teach those things, then maybe that's a good idea. But I think gone are the days where we need to spend four years worrying about women's studies and history and learning Spanish or French. Unless you want to, college is outdated. And then high school, let me tell you something. I went to school and a phone was tethered to a wall. <laughs> Ten years later, I've got a computer that is more powerful than in 1969 when I watched the men go to the moon. I have more power in my right hand than they had to power a spaceship. But since the, since the early 17, 1600s, one room classroom, everybody sits there and learns from one teacher. It's outdated, it's antiquated, and it's not serving our future at all. McKenna, how do you think? But I really don't believe that it prepares you for the world, that um, it has all the necessary tools you need, and that there are things like, I think that women's studies are great at black history studies, but to major in that, the problem with majoring in that is what is your future? What are you going to do with that major and that's the huge problem I see with colleges you're spending all of this money you're going in debt for what they don't we don't have the job market we used to have there's they're not they're not there so there in lies this huge problem of okay now we either have a society of well-educated individuals who have this diploma that was supposed to get them a job working low-level jobs that they were promised that if they went to college and did this they would have these results and it's a really messed up system because I think a lot of kids don't realize what they're getting into and that if they if they just shift a little bit if they took that college education money and actually maybe put it towards conferences and where you did actual learning where I told you here's what you need to do to to make money aside income because you can still be a psychologist and have a job and do great as a therapist or a history professor or whatnot. But nowadays that doesn't really make you the money you need to live as well as a lot of people, not the money they want to have. So if we can also just show people how to make a side income online. I think that could fix a lot of issues, but it's actually putting those things in place of how do we one, 
teach kids how to do this and then one teach adults to actually allow this and go okay this is okay this is the new way of doing doing things because I think that's a huge part of what we're missing is I don't want it to seem like we're pushing business and entrepreneurship on everyone because everybody's not like that right but I do believe everybody needs passive income inside income at least needs the knowledge to know how to do that because if they do lose their job there's a whole world out there that and I talk to people all the time and nobody knows anything about it. And I question, how did you not learn about this? How is nobody talking about this in our schooling system? And it's bizarre to me. I know in like 20, 30, 50 years, this will be in history books, talking about how we started working online and people started making lots and lots of money online, but they missed out in the school system. And I mean, so McKenna, I have a question. But I have a question for you. You just went. You just went through high school. I haven't gone through high school in about forty years. I don't think it's changed much. But when you were at home, now you had a homeschool your senior year. You got all your studies done in a couple of hours, and I guess all the rest in school is social, hanging out. And I got to tell yeah. you. I mean, but that's a huge part of school. A huge part of school, the actual, one of the important things that I think it does very well at is actually creating kids to be social, to understand how to interact with other people. Because if you get bullied in high school and then understand how to handle that, when you get bullied outside of high school, which 100% happens in real life, you kind of understand how to take those things a little better. So I like the idea of homeschooling, except for the part where it removes you from society and you don't actually get to interact with other kids. But I do agree that a huge part, that six to eight hours a day we spend in high school, is a lot of it is purely socializing. I mean, I remember going to classes and not doing anything and sitting there on my phone because we weren't doing anything. And I would be working in the back because all my most of my stuff's on the internet. So if we had access to a computer, I would be working because the stuff we were learning was so it was so brain dead information. This is information that I could look up on my phone and in five minutes be an expert in it. But we feel the need to take three weeks to learn it because we have to go slow and we have to use textbooks and the worst part about the textbooks is the textbooks are already outdated by the time we start learning them if we were actually using online resources the textbooks would be up to date as well as i wouldn't be fishing out a thousand dollars to the thousand to five thousand dollars a year on books paying for books that are outdated that were literally the, the year after it there's two thoughts number one my first question is why do we still pay teachers lower than the lowest job ever who wants to be a teacher when you're making 30 40 when you're making hardly any money when you can't take your own family on vacation you can't feed your own family and you're always stressed or you have to buy your own materials so i think the whole concept of school systems is broken um mckenna's father ran for school board and i remember the woman that beat him was an incumbent and they spent a million dollars to keep this woman elected for a part-time job because of unions and other things that have nothing to do with the welfare of kids. Mm -hmm. And while kids are only 10% of our population, they are in fact 100% of our future. And I would love them to be self-starters, initiators, but you cannot be learning from, from teachers who are not happy to be there, who feel that they are pressured to teach to the, you know, to a test or by how many head counts. I got on the phone with McKenna's guidance counselor over COVID. The conversation was horrific. Um, she doesn't know McKenna's parents and I'm on the phone and McKenna's saying, look, my parents are older and because they can, you know, because of COVID, their business got shut down. I need to do two jobs. And she literally said, your daughter's a procrastinator. I'm like, baby, my daughter's working 18 hours a day and you don't seem to care about COVID. I don't know what you're pretending to know here. 
but she's got straight A's and it was just so broken and so twisted. That I it just was thought it was horrible. The fact that my guidance counselor, the person who's supposed to be helping me with my future was telling me you're doing terrible. I didn't turn in work that week because I had been working. I, I, I've been working. I was like sitting around doing nothing and I have all A's and she goes, you're, we've got it. We're, you're going to get kicked out in two days if you don't get this done. But, and I'm like, like I, I said I would get it done and she's still telling me and threatening me and going that you're going to have to drop these classes and that you're a terrible student. And it, and I mean, this is not the first time a guidance counselor said this to me. I remember sitting in my guidance counselor's office and said, I want to go to Stanford. That's, that was my choice. I would, I really wanted to go into technology and say, Oh, that, that, that's pick some, pick a more reasonable college, pick something more realistic. And I was like, yeah. pick something more realistic. That's not what you're supposed to say to me. You're supposed right. to say to me, okay, here's how to do it. You are, I, I support you. Let's do this. Let's yeah. figure out how to get you into Stanford. Not, oh, I don't think that. And the reason they say that is because they have to meet a quota, which is the most disgusting thing to me. Uh, a certain amount of kids have to graduate with this. And I don't really care how you graduate or if you're happy graduating or if you're getting the future you need. I know that I have to push out a certain number of students and you're just a number. You're just a number and a name on a spreadsheet. And it's so the answer to your question, and thank you for asking that, is McKenna and I did open, because of COVID, an institute where we actually teach some skills that I think are completely overlooked. One of them is personal communication with yourself and with other people. I call it pitching because that seems to be what it is if you can get a yes, if you understand how to self-talk. Now, I've, we've graduated almost 1,500 students in less than a year. And one of the things that I find from adults is when I ask them a simple question like, what do you do? The answer is like, well, um, maybe, you know, like basically I do blah, 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 blah. And it's like, well, and yes, Chrissy, you know what? Why is it that adults cannot seem to articulate what they actually do for a living to enroll somebody else? Why are they embarrassed? Why do they feel like they're less than? And this is like an epidemic. It's an epidemic when I ask somebody a question, the answer is, well, I don't know. I'm like, in my world, you're not allowed to say, I don't know. Right. So we're graduating people who can comfortably talk about what they're doing, whether they want to get their idea, their product, their service out to the world, if you can't articulate it. And if your self-talk is also so broken that you can't function and you keep saying, well, I'm not good enough. Who do you think I, how do we raise, how do we live in this world if we can't do that? So McKenna and I, and the crazy thing is McKenna is only 18, mm -hmm. but she is a systems girl and she's built backend systems to track, to track students to fund our money, to understand where finances go. These are things not being taught in school. And as I've now done some research, research, said, research says that we actually don't want to create a society of free thinkers. And that is why the school system is the way it is. We want to put people in a box, keep them there so they become button pushers mm -hmm. and have their resume and work for other people. So I guess maybe we shouldn't keep fighting the good fight, McKenna. Maybe we should educate people the way we want. Mm -hmm. If you want to be an entrepreneur, up-level your game, and earn six figures easily, then I think you need to come check out what we're up to, yes? I have to agree 100%. Now, yeah, you I think that, I don't think this is something we can push on people. I've tried to teach teenagers who weren't interested and they didn't care. And so I really believe that if you want to go through the school system, you want to do it, go for it. But if you're ready to make a change 
to actually get into business, to make money online. We're doing six figures a month. Multiple people I know do that. It's actually online. It's not difficult to do if you have the right systems, if you know how to use your money, if you know how to just do basic things that will change your life. And so if you do, I would definitely come join us and find us on Facebook. But you're definitely in the right place if you're listening to this right now. Now, Ms. Maj, I got a question for you. You went through the basic and the, and the, and the mid-level training that we do called Pitch Secrets and Media Mastery. I know what I know what's changed. Everything from how you look to where you're sitting to how you articulate. But McKenna doesn't really know. What was your experience of our training? Um, it, it really changed a lot of things for me. I mean, if you think about it, you know, even just being able to express who I am, what I want, being able to interview, get that idea of ed even education. My mission, my vision is so important, but I couldn't get it from here to here. And now look at me, I'm sitting here doing this, this <laughs> whole incredible summit with all these incredible people. And you're here supporting me in that. Like it's, it's just, it was an incredible experience for me. And I truly believe that what you're both doing, what you're both creating, um, cause the pitch class, the, whether you want to call it pitch or you want to call it, you know, uh, communication, whatever it might be, the, uh, GSD, you know, getting things right, done. Right, so I have to share that. So, so here's the crazy thing, you guys, there's mm -hmm. a little bit of a 42 year age gap between my daughter and myself. I had her when I was 42. I wish I'd gotten a little smarter and gotten her when I was younger, but I'm glad that she and her brother showed up when they did, because I think it keeps me young and it's a big educational spread. So McKenna and I are sitting around, we launched this company, and if you want to learn how to pitch and articulate what you do and add a zero to your income, the difference between where you are and success is a lot of what we teach, we coach, we up-level you, and I've grossed a little over $2.5 billion in my career doing live home shopping, doing infomercials, creating products, and then being the spokesperson and pitching for high-level companies. Well, one day McKenna comes to me and she looks at my computer screen. And if you're over the age of 30, you probably suffer from like this, like I did. You've got a lot of tabs open and you do a lot of screenshots and you've got a lot of this running around, a lot of paper everywhere with notes on your paper and you're not organized. And then you say, you know, I have a book that I want to do and I'm working on this project, right? And you got all these things, right? So McKenna comes down and she says, mom, I don't know how you and all of your students and your friends function at this level. You need to GSD it. I said, what do you mean? The GSD is get shit done. I said, excuse me, did I teach you to use that language? And she said, don't worry about it. It's going to work for you. And with that, she and I sat down and in two days, we created two courses, okay, with her system. We launched it the third day and grossed $10,000. McKenna, do you want to share how that was possible? Yeah, so a huge part of being an entrepreneur and being a business owner is being a problem solver, but also about pushing out content. How fast can you get things done? That's all business about is how fast can we get the product done? And so what I realized is a lot of us, Forbes comes up with ideas like crazy. Entrepreneurs have this little thing called ADHD and they're like, we can do this, we can do this, we can do this. And so instead of having to prioritize it, I was like, how fast can we actually get it done from idea to completion to sale? How can we get this done? And so I created systems of I have employees in place of going, okay, she has an idea, let's create an outline. And then I push it out, I put it and plug it in. And in less than a day, if I really push it, I go, hey guys, we're doing a 24 hour day, we can get it done. And so what I realized is, oh my God, I don't think anybody else knows how to do this. They don't know how to create an ebook, create a, I mean, I create a course and a sales page, an email sequence in a day. 
And that's how well we've gotten the system down is in project management and actually understanding how to communicate with people, give directions. Because not all of us want to, I, I was a solopreneur and I didn't want to be a solopreneur. It's much more fun having people work for you because when you can go, hey, get this done. And in a day it comes back and it's exactly what you wanted done. That's crazy. And a lot of entrepreneurs are like, I hire people, but they don't do what I want them to do. Well, it's not your, it's not their fault. It's your fault. You're not giving them directions. You're not clearly telling them what to do. So we created, I created GSD. It's called Get Shit Done. I know, but it really is. I'm showing people how to actually complete projects, how to put it into a project management system so that in under a month, you can actually get an e We're doing an ebook right now. We'll have that done in three weeks. Next month, we're doing an online course, but it's actually, how do you get things done? Because a lot of, we don't teach it. That's not something we teach. And if you don't use a project management system in your business, you need to get into GSD because I don't know how you get anything done. I got 12 trainings done in one month. We grossed so we made an entire business in less than a month because I understood how to use project management and get things done. And so Chrissy, I mean, here's the problem. I'm listening to a lot of people who are like, oh, I had a pivot because of my business. I'm like, let me ask you something. If this is the first time that you've had a pivot in your business, you haven't lived a good life. Every time something goes wrong, I've pivoted maybe a hundred times and had different careers and different this, or you get sick and it doesn't much matter. You have to stop saying I pivoted because of COVID because what we got because of COVID was everybody going online. I'm sitting in Dubai, McKenna's sitting in Los Angeles. And where are you? Right now I'm in Richmond, Virginia. So. All right. We're all yeah. over the world and yet we can do this at one time. That's one of the coolest things that happened since this whole pandemic happened. We don't have to fly. I used to, I was flying 200 days a year. Right. Mm -hmm. And then the second part so if you haven't, get this, you want to make $1,900, that seems like a nice amount of money, right? Mm -hmm. How about you made it in a day, an hour? You know how? You take something that you know, you put it through the GSD system, you really get it down, and then you launch a little training course. You say, I'm going to teach something that I know for $19. If you're a stylist, maybe you teach how to, how to do your hair, how to shop your own closet, how do you bake a perfect brownie, $19. And if 100 people show up, you've got $1,900. That's how we launched our business. A girlfriend of mine lost weight. She lost 100 pounds, and she started talking about it. And every Wednesday, she would have this class, and 100 people would show up at $19. Chris, that's, that's $7,800 a month she was making, having no overhead. She didn't even have her ebook and everything all set up. So mm -hmm. I want to hear people stop complaining and start innovating. And if you do not understand what I'm talking about, how an 18-year-old graduated with a six-figure bank account, how she helped actually save her family, and literally put us on the map because I had all the great ideas. I just couldn't implement them. And that is actually the biggest problem I hear from people over the age of 30. I got great ideas and I want to do this and I want to do that in the shiny object system. If you put it through her GSD system, you're in the class right now, aren't you? I am. I am. What's your, what is your ebook on? My ebook, well, I've already done one. So this one's going to be, but I, I didn't have this system. So, but this one's going to be on, I'm going to do like the five things you need to know when, um, when donating to a nonprofit. So I could put it on my nonprofit website. Like, so, so what is different about doing the ebook this time than last time? Much more organized. You know, I, I start with a, a, a system before, like if you could see my, my brain, it's kind of like a puzzle that's when you dump it out of the box, right? The, the pieces go together, but it takes a while. <laughs> that is such a great analogy. And here's the problem with a puzzle that you dump out of the box. If one pick, well, if one piece is not there, no matter how beautiful the puzzle is, if one mm -hmm. piece is missing, you don't have a picture. And yeah. all it takes is that little piece that's not right. 
And I will tell you over and over again, McKenna just keeps showing me how to just get it done. I teach her how to pitch. I think I've had a pretty good influence on you. Yeah. Yes, baby. Yeah. She and I will very tell you what, well. She speaks when very, you start very serving good. other people, they'll pay you for it. They'll love on you. And by the way, at the very least, if anyone's listening to this, here's what I'm going to invite you to go start with on Facebook. We have a private Facebook group that we're very careful about who we let in. If you answer the questions, mostly it's students, but once in a while, if you answer a good question, we'll let you in. There's 3,800 people in that group. And you know what, Christy? They're not religious. They're not political. They have two things in their mind. One, how to advance their career, and two, how to help you advance yours. Mm -hmm. McKenna helped create this. Every Sunday, I show up for two hours, and I will tell you, Talk about changing people's lives. Kenny, how do you describe Pitch Secrets Masterclass on Sunday at 5 o'clock? Pitch Secrets Masterclass is the place to be on Sunday. Go to church in the morning and come to Pitch Secrets Masterclass in the afternoon because it is awesome. You guys learn how to pitch. You actually get to interact with Forbes. That's our huge thing. And what we do is there's a lot of interaction. Forbes loves, you actually have to come on to Zoom. You need to turn your camera on or you get yelled at. And you actually get to speak with Forbes and run ideas and she gets to help you actually start to articulate your idea just in those two hours. So I definitely think if you're free at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific this Sunday, I would definitely go to the link that Christy put in the chat and come join Forbes because I think this Sunday will definitely be fun. Well, this Sunday I'll be back from Dubai uh, for uh, two weeks and two months in Costa Rica. McKenna and I got to hang out. This is the coolest thing that's happened because of this whole business is that I, I don't have the best background right now. I'm sitting in a lobby. I just changed hotels. I wasn't sure I had a plug for my Dubai, blah, 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 blah. But you know what? I'm here and I'm doing it. Mm -hmm. McKenna and I were sitting on a rooftop in a treetop while it was storming in the middle of the jungle trying to get Wi-Fi. And we did it. And so, but I have to tell you something. These are the coolest adventures. When I look back on the rest of my life, how I spent my daughter's 18th summer with her because of this. And so I'm going to advise you guys to show up. If you want to level up your life, what I teach is not just business or how to pitch. I'm what's called a holistic entrepreneur. Some of you may have seen my fitness product I have that I sell around the world called Spin Gym. Guys, let me share something with you. It is 11.37 p.m. my time. In 20 minutes, I'm teaching OPP from midnight to 3 a.m. I've been also working all day. How do you have this energy? You eat right, you think great thoughts, and you spin gym every couple of hours. And at 61, I think I'm going strong. I don't want to blow out too much. But this is, what, this is the future. This is what I'm looking forward to, having a really fulfilled, amazing, holistic life where you're not struggling, you don't go to sleep worried if you can't feed your kids. I don't want anyone to suffer like that. And the other thing, Christy, here's, here's one, something else you need all, everyone listening to us, a couple of things. Number one, clearly outline what you want. Here's what I want now. I want to be known as one of the world's greatest female motivational speakers of all time. Do you know what kind of commitment you have to have to be that? from mm -hmm. Costa Rica to Dubai to going, traveling around the world to showing up. I gave two speeches already today and I've taught three classes. Okay. You put in the work, but I can say Tony Robbins and Grant Cardone and Gary Vee. I don't know where the women are. And so I've decided I'm going to be that role model because I've paid my dues. I've lived a crazy, amazing life. And when I look at my daughter at 18, I want her to have a role model and everybody that age, because who else are they looking at? When I was a little kid, I had no money. My dad spent three years in the hospital. How did I get to the level of where I am? All of that success leaves clues. I gave a lot of it to my daughter. She's going to keep paying it forward. And the goal now is to up-level as many people as we can while I'm still here on this planet.
Sound like a good plan? I agree. That's I'm I'm right there with you, right there with you. And uh I'm that's my goal as well. And to change, you know, my goal is to be that change in the educational system. And I think that your your guys' programs are one of the things that I'm going to use in in my pilot program for the next school year because it's so important in what needs to be done. Well, so you, you know what? I, I just got an idea as I'm listening to you, and I because I love what you were up to, and I've loved education ever since I was a kid. You know, I graduated college with two degrees in three years. I mean, I'm pretty pretty committed to this idea of getting in and getting out and getting education. But what, you know, what can you imagine if young kids could, number one, articulate what they really want? Mm-hmm. Do you know the problem with school system, I think, is that by the time you're in first grade, you've asked permission 900,000 times. Can I ask a question? Can I go to the bathroom? Can I be late? Can I have a sick? You keep asking permission from somebody. And they keep saying no, and you get used to not being given what you want, so you stop asking for it. So to articulate what you want as a kid and then getting it. And the second thing that I would like to see in school systems, and maybe you have a thought about this, but if you look left and look right, one in every three kids is sexually abused in school, and you don't know about it. And so they grow up as very frustrated as parents and adults who are hiding dark secrets, who have been told, if you tell anybody, I'll kill you. And you know who they've been told to do this by? Their brother, their father, their grandfather, their uncle, their babysitter, their priest. So I would like to implement self-defense in schools. I'm a martial artist. I don't want little girls and boys to run around being afraid, being oppressed, being hurt. And that a lot of that happens in the home. So if there's a way in school to educate kids about their bodies themselves and how to protect themselves and articulate what they want at all times and not being told to shh. All, kids are always being told to be quiet, be quiet. Don't, you know, don't talk up too much. McKenna, how does that affect you? I mean, I am definitely not a person to ask for permission anymore, but I, I see it a lot. And we, we're told to always ask, can I go to the bathroom? Can I do this? Do I have permission to do this? And I think it does. I think it really comes with us when you grow up and you go down the line. And now you're always told, I need to ask permission. Okay, I need to ask first. I need to ask. And as nice as that is, yes, it teaches obedience, as much obedience as we need. We need more people are going out. They're going, this is who I am. This is what I'm doing. I don't need you to be okay with it. I don't need you to like it. I need you to accept it. And this is what we're doing. And I think that kind of attitude would change a lot of people's lives if we learn how to stop asking for permission and understand that we grant ourselves permission. And I and, and to close on this and just to just to kind of close and and that's the interesting thing because I was having this conversation the other day and we are told through our life where you know we have to raise our hand and, and ask we're told what to do and then all of a sudden we graduate high school and then now we're supposed to decide what to do on our own or take initiative on our own when for the first 18 years of life of our life we're supposed to wait and let somebody tell us what to do and then all of a sudden shift to making our own decisions well it doesn't work that way right so uh, I I agree with you 100%. Absolutely. Well, you know what? I, I haven't told you this, but I have three or four principles that because I'm a little bit older and I'm a little bit of a, uh, I love the brain, how it works. I did a couple of techniques and McKenna may or may not know one, you know, or she would admit some of them, but I got it. And especially having a brother and a sister twins at the same time, I could experiment a little bit. Mm-hmm. I would love to go through a couple of those with you and see if they're very good for like elementary school kids. And just kind of rehash. I mean, I've never made them into a book. I would love to do that. And so, oops, sorry. Um, so it'd be fun to have that conversation to see if some of the techniques, one is a sharing technique, 
Two is uh, how do you get what you want technique and just things that I used on the kids that I made up. And I honestly, given how amazing my son and daughter are, maybe it helped, maybe it didn't. Maybe they're just amazing on their own. Who knows? Right. I'd love to do that with you sometime. Absolutely. 100%. So I know you're really, really busy, but um, keep me in mind for that because I would love to see them myself and you never know. Well, one of them got in the book, Chicken Soup for the Soul for Busy Working Moms. Mm. And I tell you what, it's a technique that there's a couple of techniques that I don't think we've seen anywhere, but even how to share. So I would love to, you know what, and I know, I love the idea that you're all about disrupting the status quo, the system, making it better, improving it. And I appreciate the time that you gave both McKenna and I to affect as many listeners as we can, because I love people like you that are willing to stand for children, for education. And I'm just very proud. I mean, I've spent a lot of time with you. I know what you're up to, but I look at you in your Zoom box. McKenna, doesn't she look really good? I'm so excited well, that this is working out. You guys are going to do this. This is awesome. But now she's not sitting in a hallway looking dark and mopey. And, yes. I, see the, and I see the energy around you. I see the passion that you have for things. And it's coming across. And look what you've created. This is the goal. This is what I want. I want beacons of light shining everywhere. So mwah, I love you.